Drop It Gaming Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Drop Bear Gaming Podcast. Yes. Excitement. We it's are here. Episode 198. We're two away from another one. <laughs> the big double century. Yeah, you watch. Stay tuned. That's how long it's taken us to get there. Yeah. Yeah, two centuries. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're back. Yes. We got some shit to talk about. Let's do it. So sit down and open your listening ears. <laughs> stop fidgeting. Yes. Actually, Matt needs to stop fidgeting because his chair squeaks like real bad. Yeah. So, so well, since we recorded last, Gamescom happened. Yes. Well, the Gamescom opening night happened and then all of the rest of Gamescom. And then it finished. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. There was a few, you know, new trailers and a few extra bits coming out of about yeah. some things we've already seen. There was it almost felt like there was more shit shown there than was shown in that summer of play thing at E3, mm, yeah. what would have been E3. Yeah. yeah. And both were hosted by Jeff Keighley. So mm. he's just like hedging his bets, I guess. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. He's just like saving for his retirement now. Yeah. He's getting paid up. Good on him. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So uh, there was a few things shown that stood out. We don't want to go into it too much because, like, it's kind of old. Probably years. already been watched by most yeah. people. Yeah. But um, all the seven people listening to this podcast probably have watched those videos <laughs> already. <laughs> my my thing was well, first of all, the DualSense Edge, the new PlayStation controller, yes. that got revealed. Mm. Um, more info is still coming apparently at some point from Sony. They're so, supposed to be doing a, um, well, normally in September they do a live stream, mm. like historically. And last year the, was the one that showed like Spider-Man 2, Wolverine, yeah. like revealed all that shit. It was like mm. fucking massive. Yeah. Um, and there was rumors that that was going to happen on like September 7th or something, mm-hmm. or 8th, because apparently Disney slash Marvel are doing a Disney slash Marvel video games showcase thing oh. of their own, like a live stream on like the 9th or yeah, something like Disney that. Disney Day is the 9th here in Australia, the 8th in America. Yeah. yeah. And it's so, the same day Thor's getting <clears throat> released on their streaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so, Love and Thunder. Yeah. Yeah, so it's on September 9th, um, the day after their like Disney Day. Yeah. And so there was a rumor that Sony were going to do theirs on the 8th to get in ahead of it because they've got Marvel games in their thing. So like mm. they would show it and then Disney would show it, but show something different. You know how they usually yep. do that. Yeah. But then Ubisoft are on the 10th, oh, wow. but the 11th here. Yeah. So it's like Sony's thing is not confirmed. So fuck knows what's going on there. Surely they're going to do something um, because normally they do mm. around this time of year. That's right. But yeah, it's interesting because Ubisoft are making uh, the guys who made the division are working on a Star Wars game, so they've got um, got a fan of the show listening in, laughing at us, heckling. <laughs> He's laughing at us. Yeah, he is. Yeah. 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 I think we're just gonna have a crow in the background of this fucking episode. Yeah, it could be. So the guys who made the division are working on a Star Wars game. And their thing is on the 11th. Um, so I think that's kind of interesting, the timing there. Ubisoft maybe will show something or reveal something at the Disney thing and then go into it more. Although I mm. think the Ubisoft Ford that's on, it's on September 11 at 5 a.m. here. Yeah. I think it's going to be more Assassin's Creed focused because it's their like 20th anniversary year yeah. or whatever, or 15th anniversary. Hopefully. Um, and one of the things that we know from that, which isn't from Gamescom, but was leaked and then confirmed is mm. Assassin's Creed Mirage. Yeah, which is going to be kind of interesting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Middle Eastern, Iran, potentially. Iraq. So they've confirmed the name of the game. Ubisoft confirmed that it. it's called Assassin's Creed Mirage, and they said you can find out more at the Ubisoft Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, the leak that came out, or the rumor or whatever, said releases in spring 2023, so third quarter this year, which is like not far away. Next year. Oh, sorry, next year. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, should be called Assassin's Creed Mirage, which is confirmed. Mm-hmm. The game will take place in Baghdad between the years of 870 to 860. Wow. Return to basics, no leveling system, so they're stripping out the RPG stuff. Yeah. And going back to original, or well, mm. a little bit back in Assassin's yeah. Creed style. Um, you which play I think as is kind of interesting. Like, the, that's, that's a huge part of them. Now, now, yeah. Well, yeah. they did Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla with yeah. that whole new system. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people who kind of want to see a return mm. to the older style because it's not like Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla are not really Assassin's Creed games. Yeah, Like, true. they don't... They have a... They have... They sort of are, mm. but it's not like the... And it's because of the franchise history. The first game was Middle East... Yeah, and then the next three games were Italy, but it was all revolving around that sort of mm. core theme. And yeah. now it's like, let's just go to somewhere random and yeah, do a exactly. big fucking RPG. Mm-hmm. So um, Basim, who you get introduced to in Valhalla, um, is apparently who you're going to play as as the protagonist in his youth as a thief until he arrives at the Hidden Ones, which is the Assassin's Brotherhood. Yeah. Uh, multiple cities to explore separated by desert and rivers like the kingdom of Assassin's Creed 1 um, strong inspiration from the first Assassin's Creed several RPG elements removed no more dialogue choices no gender choice obviously because you're playing as Basim mm-hmm. and no more level system the gameplay would be slightly different from that of Valhalla less raw and with new animations well I fucking hope so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Eagle Vision will be back, but so is the drone bird, which is from Origins and Odyssey and everything, where you yeah. can use the bird as a drone sort mm-hmm. of thing. Basim will be able to use the string dagger to eliminate his opponents. There will be visions of Loki for how Loki manifested into Basim's body and consumed him. Ubisoft is secretly preparing the remake of AC1 based on Rift slash Mirage's work. They will reuse a large part of the assets from Mirage in a remake for Assassin's Creed 1. The mm. remake should be integrated into a season pass, which will also include DLC in Constantinople, when Basim meets Sigurd from Valhalla. It will be released a few months later. Ubisoft will unveil the future of Assassin's Creed on September 10th during Ubisoft Forward. So Sounds like they've just like released it's a pretty the near big, future. It's a pretty big leak. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, but mm. yeah, I'm excited because like I've said to you before, I'm pretty keen for an Assassin's Creed 1 remake because it's yeah. the only one that hasn't been really revisited. Mm-hmm. And it's the one that, it's like the core, like that's the beginning. And Altair is so important in the, season, yeah. in the series. So yeah, that's all right. Um, yeah. So that's going to be good. Yeah. So keep your ears posted for those, uh, you know, yeah. releases from those companies. Now back to Gamescom. Yes. <laughs> So you you did touch on the yeah that DualSense yeah. controller. So it's basically a, a Sony's answer Elite to the Elite. Of, yeah, finally, fucking yeah. finally. So that's the first Elite came out five years ago. Yeah, at least it seems like it's been out for yeah. fucking ever. And yeah. Sony have just done nothing except for that back touchpad attachment, yeah. which yeah. went nowhere. Back no, that's attachment. right. Yeah. yeah, so I'm stoked that this is finally coming out. Uh, hopefully, it's not too far away. Mm. Yeah, we'll see what's going on with that. Yeah, and and you know, there's lots of videos that did come out, and you know, some of them look pretty spectacular. Out of Gamescom, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, some of them just seem. There was a bunch silly. of teasers, yeah, which I'm just like, eh, yeah, exactly, because you never know what you're gonna get. That's right. If you see a teaser for something, you just like, is that game? gonna look like that exactly you know yeah. there's like 2d platforming games that have fucking 3d cinematics yeah so exactly you know, how do you know yeah yeah uh, it's kind of weird so we saw everywhere which was revealed which is from one of the ex gta guys and it, it looks good yeah it's like Fortnite's yeah. sort of graphics yeah better which are, better but, facial graphics yeah like towards the end of that video i think it'll probably be awesome but whether so. we see that in the next Fucking four years or not exactly. is yeah. unknown. Um, June, yeah, a new MMO set in the June universe. Mm. The beta sign up is on now, apparently. So, or it was on. Yeah. So I assume it's still on. 
uh, one that you're really keen for, Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, there was a new trailer for Hogwarts Legacy. I'm just a fucking massive fan of Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> like, every part of it just gives me goosebumps. Wow. I fucking love it. So... Not me. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, there's... Yeah, Under the Waves looks kind of full on from Quantic Dream. Yeah, so they recently announced that they're no longer sort of working only with Sony. Mm. They're going to work with Xbox as well. And then they revealed this game Under the Waves and like Quantic Dream makes some really fucking weird games. I think generally I like them. They're generally good games, Mm. but there's no denying that they're fucking weird. Yeah. And this one is basically about a guy called Stan that um, is an oil company diver. Yeah. So I think it I might... I think he has like a ghost that like haunts him or something. Seems it looked weird. Be, yeah. yeah. And I Which think there might be right. like a, a real touch of um, environmental yeah. you know, kind of stuff in no this doubt. one. So... Like yeah. climate change shit. Yeah, exactly. Maybe yeah, the ghost is the climate. Maybe the ghost is Mother Nature. Oh, could be. I've just it, yeah. spoiled their whole game. That's right. No point playing it Exactly. Now. Gets a three out of five. There was a game called Atlas Fallen shown, mm. which I think that was. Looks, was there gameplay on that? I think it was. That was a uh, pretty it, much cinematic. It did look like a cinematic. It didn't say that it was yeah. gameplay. Looked good um, though. Yeah, it does look, look very good. cool. Yeah, yeah. So there's going to be you know lots of uh, like things coming out of the sand and yeah, yeah, attacking yeah, yeah. them and stuff and some really interesting fighting mechanics yeah. from the look of it. It reminds so, me of like Journey where they're like, let's make a game that has really good sand mechanics yeah. or Uncharted 3. Yeah, true. And then they're going, let's just take that up another level. Yeah. Unreal Engine 5, that like um, tech demo that they brought out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Had like really fine particle effects and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. So someone's watched that and gone, I reckon I can make a monster appear out of that sand. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And it looked pretty good. So, um, Yeah, I'd suggest you, if like, we're not selling these very well. No, <laughs> no. But they, I mean, they look pretty good. One one that um, you know, looks pretty gruesome uh, was Dead Island 2, which is coming out in Such February. a good reveal. I thought there was already a Dead Island 2, but it was actually Dead Island with like some like byline. Because oh, they had Dead like, Island and then yeah, Dead Island. I thought there was too. Something. But yeah, because yeah, I saw it said Dead Island 2 and I'm like, wait, what? Again? And you can literally go on YouTube and search for Dead Island 2 and it brings up trailers from like fucking eight years ago. Oh, there you go. Or wow. five years ago or whatever. Okay, but weird. it's... Yeah, I don't think that game ever came out as Dead Island 2. Yeah. But, yeah. That looks sick. Mm. <clears throat> that does look pretty full on. Like, yeah. There's lots of punching heads through. Stuff <laughs> like that. Like, just fucking Super violent, man. yeah. But it's kind of funny how there hasn't been that many, like, really fucking gruesome zombie games for a while yeah we went through that whole period yeah where it was just like everything was zombies and yeah. we were like probably pretty tired of it yeah and true. then we've had a bit of a yeah. break and then they come out and be like oi check, check this, this out. out yeah because I yeah. think what what happened was like the there was a whole I know there was in Australia anyway a whole crackdown on violence in video games yeah but zombies didn't actually fit in that because even though they're they're human-like. Yeah. They're already classed as they're dead. dead. Yeah. So you know, it's it's basically like, well, you know, you can do whatever you want to zombies. Yeah. Just don't do that shit to other humans. <laughs> so that's when so a lot annoying. of those games came out, where yeah. it was like, well, we're ripping shit apart now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it looks like this one's just kind of gone. Well, remember those rules you had about yeah. no zombie, like you know, no humans. Yeah, we've taken it up a notch again. It looks and fucking good. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah and like just the fun. classic Dead Island style. So. Yeah. And, and it's set in LA. Yeah. So, yeah. so more, way cool. more people because mm. previously it was on an island. That's right. So yeah. yeah, now I don't know why they're calling it Dead Island 2. I guess America's an island if you think of it that way. Mm. It's not really. Well, we're all islands, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Um, darkness, my old <laughs> there was uh, a new RPG from Jeff Gardner in the works, kind of. Um... Yeah, he, this guy worked uh, at, well, he worked on a bunch of games that are mm. in the sort of 
um, stable of Bethesda and Obsidian. Yeah. Specifically like Fallout New Vegas mm. and Skyrim, Skyrim yeah. and a bunch of other stuff. And there was a list bef- when this started, like when the release... Yeah. And this was just one of those weird teaser videos yeah. where it doesn't... It's just like how this anything. guy who has a really good like back like a yeah, really like good a resume yeah, yeah. he's got a really good resume and he's working on a game so yeah. get excited but surely that's like and we don't know how to way pronounce to. this because it's spelled w-y-r-d-s-o-n-g i think it's weird song weird song wide song wind song word <laughs> it's very strange so anyway, yep. we'll see what happens. So Gotham Knights is getting released earlier than expected. Woohoo! So there you go. Yeah. That's coming 21st of October. And Harley Quinn and Clayface have been announced as major villains in the game. Carry on. Yeah. I don't mean, good. it looks like great, but mm. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Because they're following on from the Arkham games. Yeah. But without Batman. Mm. so it's just like all of this like side characters That's from Batman right, yeah. which yeah. is great but it's also like mm. yeah what are you doing yeah kind of weird isn't it maybe freshen things up a little bit <laughs> um what else there's a new Ghost of Tsushima game <laughs> kind of <laughs> yeah. where winds meet so it's basically like Ghost of Tsushima set in the Ten Kingdoms era of medieval China it it looks really similar it does in parts. In parts, yeah. it does. Like there's a lot of the mechanics you can see out of this video um, are slightly different. Obviously, like there's a lot of um, like sprinting. You can, by the looks of things, you can kind of stun people and then sprint past them and things yeah. like that. Um, it just, I don't know. It, it didn't grab me like Ghost of Tsushima has I don't know if Ghost of Tsushima really even grabbed me before I played it though mm. like I was like yeah that looks beautiful I'll play true. it yeah. but then playing it it was like this real experience yeah it was that's true yeah so so this one could be interesting like but there's a funny bit in it where you know it, it actually shows some of the environmental stuff you can do in this mm. like he's standing there and he's like about to get attacked by a bear and then all of a sudden he like does a magic thing and kind of like a um, you know, it's like the cones that you speak out of that makes your voice louder. Megaphone, yeah, like one of those. Like, <laughs> but it's the size of a ten-gallon drum, and just yeah, and it, it just bear. like falls out of the sky at his feet, and he picks it up and just goes, Rah! and the bear just goes, "Fuck that, dude! I'm out of here." <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, I know. Like, just funny stuff like that that kind yeah. of goes, "Wait a minute!" Like, like, do you guys know what you're doing? Here? <laughs> did you just like? have a dream and then make a game out of it kind they of thing. They started making a game and then someone was like, here, smoke on this. <laughs> <laughs> and then there were a whole bunch of weird shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then all of a sudden it's, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Just bizarre. But yeah, anyway, maybe worth a watch. But the one that yeah. I was very impressed with, again, yeah, um, is the Callisto Protocol. Yeah. You know? I didn't watch the trailer from Gamescom because I'm already like, yeah, I'm, so, I'm fine. I'm yeah, getting it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, that game looks good. Yeah, yeah, it does. It looks scary. It does. Yeah, it's like very dark and... Yeah, you know, can it be nightmare fuel? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, which I don't normally play, so I yeah. don't know how I feel about that. As but long as they don't tell us to play it with headphones on again like they did in the, the dark. Yeah, 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 because that was just not good for people. I'll probably do that anyway. Yeah. If you're going to do something, you may as well get fucked up by it. <laughs> <laughs> So there's actually been some really big news. Uh, PlayStation, I mean, we're all noticing inflation and shit lately. Yes. It's been pretty fucked, mm-hmm. to be honest. Everything's oh, yeah. very fucking expensive. Except lettuce has gone down. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. All those people that started growing lettuce to be millionaires, yeah, and yeah. now they're not worth much. So many people have just started growing their own lettuce. Like, lettuce seeds were literally out of stock everywhere yeah. during the height of that. And everyone's just like growing their own at home, and then mm. they now they're just going to be like, wait a minute, yeah. I'm not going to eat lettuce. <laughs> I've got the lettuce, but where's the KFC chicken and bun? <laughs> I can't grow that at home. Yeah, how do you grow mayo? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> so anyway, PlayStation have announced that they're going to increase the price of the PS5 by 50 bucks. Hmm. So it's up from 749 to seven ninety nine yeah. for the disc version and uh, six forty nine 
from five from five ninety nine yeah. for the digital. Yeah, which is funny, not funny, but it's yeah. like it's been it's almost two years since the PS five came out, and there's definitely people out there who, when it came out, were like, "I'm just going to wait a couple of years and get yeah. it when the price comes down." Mm-hmm. And now the price has gone up, so yeah. it's still really hard to get them. It is, yes. So, yeah, mm. it's it's interesting because Xbox came out and were like, "We're not doing that." Yeah, because PlayStation just said because of the global economic situation, blah blah blah, inflation, mm. we've got to raise the price. Yeah, and everyone's like, "That's bullshit, ridiculous, whatever." Mm. But if you think about it's it, two-year-old technology, guys. Well, like, like the lettuce thing is a good is good mm. a good sort of comparison because. The only reason lettuce has got so fucking expensive is because that you couldn't get them. Yeah, it's just supply and demand. That's right. And Sony have been dealing with this chip shortage for like the last three years, trying yeah. to make PS fives ready to sell and then to sell mm. and to meet stock orders and stuff. Yeah, and no doubt the chip manufacturers are just like they probably had like a contracted deal, probably. But mm. you know, I work in manufacturing. Prices go up like parts for my work. Everything is just going up in price exactly. because of increased shipping costs, That's all that right. kind of stuff. Yeah. So, from because of my experience at work, I can see how Sony would be justified in doing that. Mm, yeah. But for everyone who's like a layperson at home, being like fifty bucks extra yeah. on a two-year-old console—that's fucking bullshit. Mm. But the but, reality yeah. is, they're still selling exactly out. Yeah, so. And within hours yeah. of stock. Yeah, like it's yeah. hard to fucking get one. <clears throat> and so. I think it's kind of funny because it's about the time during this generation of consoles where in the past Xbox have dropped their price. Yeah. Because, you know, they've got to the point where, you know, Sony's just been killing them. And they're probably, they're not in this generation, yeah. which has probably got more to do with demand you know, or availability. Well, we don't um, even know the numbers because yeah. Xbox don't put out their numbers. So but, for all we know, but I think like a general idea of it is that they're probably pretty even. Yeah. If not, Xbox might even be starting to sell more now because mm. PlayStation, I think, is having more stock issues than Xbox are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Xboxes have been available, you know, yeah. in a lot of places. Pretty consistently. Really. Yeah. 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 So... That's that's been pretty good, but they they don't have to drop their price now, and they're yeah. still not bringing out any games. Yeah, exclusives. There's I not... actually just saw this morning that um, Xbox have told Sony that they will allow them to continue to have um, Call of Duty, Call of Duty for several years past yeah. the contract date. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting because one of their, I think um, Phil Spencer put it like a blog post because they're starting to get the shits. Well. Uh probably starting to get the shits with all of the consumer protection stuff, like all the investigations mm-hmm. into the Activision thing. Yeah. So that's starting to drag out. Yeah. And they went through the whole thing in Brazil. And I don't mm. know if that got sorted or if there's been any anything out of that yet. Anything, but yeah. basically out of Brazil was that um, Sony pulled up Microsoft for like anti, anti-competition. Yeah. And then it, all this shit came out from all these statements about different things that both companies have done. Yeah. And then Phil Spencer did a blog post not too long ago, just basically being like, um, we committed to these games, Overwatch, Call of Duty, Mm -hmm. Diablo coming out on PlayStation because we want games to be out on more platforms, not less. We want them to be more available. Like, and he compared it to Mojang because they bought Mojang Mm -hmm. and Minecraft. Yeah. Like, eight years ago or something now and it's continued to be out on every platform Mm -hmm. and there's been new games like Minecraft Dungeons that have come out on all platforms so he's like it's like that and then you go that's all well and good but don't forget that you also bought Bethesda and specifically said that a lot of Bethesda games are going to be Xbox only so which is it do you want games to be available everywhere or not but it's also the ones that we say it's also yeah it's more complicated than that because they they have the right to have exclusive games That's because right. Sony have exclusive games. Yeah, exactly. So you can't go, oh, you bought Bethesda, you shouldn't be putting them exclusive mm. because everyone deserves to play them because that's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Like if Elder Scrolls Six came out and that was an Xbox exclusive, mm. that would be shitty because that is a franchise that has been out on all systems. That's right. And then you're gatekeeping it. Yeah, yeah. Starfield is a brand new game 
brand new IP. Mm. So that I think is justified in making it exclusive. Sure, I would love to play it on my PlayStation, Mm. but I can understand that you would go that route. But I think taking an existing franchise and then gatekeeping it, making it exclusive is a bit of a shitty thing to do. Yeah, true. And I don't know if there's any... But they also have been doing this for years with um, third-party companies releasing games and then they you know, negotiate a, a exclusivity, exclusivity deal. time deal. Yeah. So it's like a month only or, you know, get DLC faster on one console than yeah. the other. Or, or whatever. like premium, um, like exclusive DLC that's not available elsewhere. Yeah, like yeah, Destiny. That's right. I think Destiny 2 still has stuff that you can only get on PlayStation hmm. that never came out on Xbox. Wow. But it's only things like guns and shit. You can still totally play that game. Oh, yeah. yeah so, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mm. I just think it's kind of dodgy. Yeah. there's It's way... Like, you can't come out and be like, we're going to... Mm. We, we want games to be in everyone's hands because it contradicts the things that you're doing already. No, not really, because they are providing them to everybody. You just have to go buy a play, an Xbox. An Xbox, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. I don't know. But I know... Um, I think Europe or the UK now have started their investigations into the acquisition. Mm. So it's like all these anti-competition watchdogs all over the world are slowly getting around to doing yeah. it. And I think it's Britain are up now. Okay. So, yeah, they're and, starting and Microsoft's to... just sitting there going, come on, guys, this is taking ages. Like, yeah. our wallet's pretty full of this... 60 fucking billion dollars yeah. you know, we want to go yeah. shopping and we can't they came out I think it was whichever one it is that's about to start they said um, Xbox need to give us a statement saying why it's not consu- like anti-competition yeah. yeah and then if we're satisfied then that'll do mm-hmm. like we'll investigate at a certain to a certain level yeah and if we're satisfied then fine but if we're not satisfied or we need further info, then it will become a bigger investigation. Yeah. So this could drag out for even longer. Yeah. And I don't doubt that that'll happen because Activision Blizzard is a fucking gigantic That's acquisition. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Microsoft came out and their statement was, come on, guys. Yeah. Is <laughs> that guys. We're good, guys. Look <laughs> at us. Microsoft, who've yeah. like been crushing the competition for That's right. about 40 years. Yeah. So... Yeah. You know us. You use Windows every day. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So We're the good guys. Yeah. Mm. Um, they also uh, announced uh, what is it this morning? The family and friends thing on yes. Game Pass. Yeah. Where you can share a Game Pass account with four other people subscription. Mm. I think it's only launched in two countries so far. As they're going to test it out, and then it's going to roll out okay. everywhere. Yeah. But yeah, I'm interested to see how that, that is, plays that out. That is an interesting concept to me because it's like the polar opposite of Netflix who are yeah. now trying to clamp down That's on right. people sharing their shit mm. but and Netflix the price are also is very different in those two scenarios like yeah. Netflix is what 15 bucks a month 20 bucks a month yeah and Game know, Pass is like 16 dollars I think yeah I think the um the family and friends one is more but it's not that much more mm, okay. and it's weird to me because like Netflix are now looking at plans where they can have ads and shit. Yeah. They're rolling out that mm-hmm. sort of lower tier. Yeah. Because they're fucking hemorrhaging cash. That's right. Because there's competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, PS Plus is not like the booming fucking loud success that Game Pass is yet. Mm. But it's like two months into it. That's right. Um, and, and they, they've yeah. really had that whole thing sewn up for a long time yeah so I just don't see how apart from a little bit of goodwill I don't see how it's a good business decision to let people like family I can understand but family and friends yeah so you can share your account with four other people who don't live in your fucking house yeah which is interesting that's Mm. like oh hey friends group that has five people in it Mm. four of you guys cancel your subscriptions that's right it's like what the yeah yeah. Is it going to be, because I haven't read too much about it, but is it going to be like a limited thing or is it the entire Game Pass Ultimate just shared? Interesting. Because yeah. how can they afford to be doing like billion dollar acquisitions of Activision exactly. Blizzard yeah. while bearing the cost of inflation and stuff that Sony aren't doing? Mm. Which, yeah, that's a little bump in goodwill as well saying, hey, we're not doing that too. Exactly. But they already have a fair bit of goodwill 
and they also have the fact that their consoles are more likely to be found on the shelves. That's right. So mm-hmm. why would you start like... I just don't understand yeah. how... Maybe I'm missing something. I don't understand how you can... Because their whole thing has been moving and, towards and maybe, subscription. Maybe they're looking at it as only for new subscribers, but it doesn't stop you from cancelling your and subscription. I don't even... I haven't even read anything saying go that. and just sign up for a new email yeah. account and just do it under that. I just don't understand like, it because their whole fucking focus has been mm. moving towards subscription in the cloud. Yeah. So that means you're starting to rely, your bottom line relies on that. Yeah, that's so right. So how can you... Like there's a point where that becomes a loss. Mm. Exactly. And that's kind of the funny thing to me is that if, if this is what they're going to do and they've already said and have for a few years now but lived up to it released brand new games yeah day one for free yeah on game pass so they're not making the money on the sales it's now going to be available DLC microtransactions is what they're going to focus on but it's only going to be available like it's going to be available to five people for the cost of one person yeah so that's you've just like got 20% of your revenue you've smashed yourself you've lost 80% yeah yeah, yeah, which is weird. So I don't understand how that works. Yeah. But another thing that just came out in the last couple of days was the announcement that 343, who make Halo, mm. have canned development on the couch co-op, local co-op mode in Halo Infinite, which everyone expected to be in it at launch yeah. because Halo has always had that. Yeah, They expected it to be in there at launch. 343 came out and said, it's not ready, mm. still cooking, it'll come out. Yeah. A year later... They scrap it and they said they needed to do that because they've decided to focus on providing more content and updates for the live service elements of the game. Maybe they've only got one controller and they can't test it. You know what I mean? I think they're just like... All the devs are sitting at home with their controllers and going, I'm not taking this to the office. No way. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I think it's Phil Spencer being like, look, we're doing family and friends. Yeah. So we need to find money elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So focus on the live service elements, yeah. which no one wants, instead of that big thing that makes no money that everyone wants. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. No, that's yeah. a fair call. But yeah, yeah it's kind of weird, and I don't know what the fuck's going on there. Mm. But it's just interesting. So I guess watch this space. Yep. I don't think Microsoft are going to collapse. They've got plenty of cash. Yeah. But they made that cash by making good business decisions That's for right. the last 40 years. So, yeah. you know, you don't throw down the amount of money that they've put down on Activision Blizzard mm. on a whim. That's right. Like that gets people's heads turning. Mm. So, I don't know, it's interesting. Yeah. And I Especially also... I, immediately two years after the end of a generation that was totally fucked for them. That's right. Yeah. I also think that that acquisition kind of put a dagger in the heart of PlayStation. You know what the, I mean? Like it, the Activision Blizzard. Yeah. Just just for sheer flex. Yeah. You know, for Microsoft to go, all right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, we're just like, you acquire one, I acquire one. That's okay. right. Okay. And then they just go all in. Yeah. Throw all the money on the table. Should we buy Tencent or should we buy... <laughs> like, yeah. Holy shit. It is a pretty big move. Mm. Yeah. But it'd want to pay off for them. Oh, yeah. But the, yeah, well, it is definitely... Well, they certainly space. haven't recouped much money from a lot of their other acquisitions yet, have they? Yeah, well, Bethesda haven't released shit except for Deathloop, yeah. which is now coming out on Game Pass... Uh, not Game Pass, PS Plus mm. um, Extra, the yeah. mid-tier and above. Yeah. Yeah, Deathloop mm. is going to be added this month. I actually did bite the bullet and upgrade the other day. There was something that I wanted and I was like, ah... Oh, you know, it's only going to cost me an extra $8 or something ridiculous, like not yeah. much until the end of the subscription anyway. Yeah, because you're like so, right near the end of it. Yeah, I was just like, ah, oh, whatever. Like, you know, I'll yeah. just do it. Yeah. It's not bad. No. I like it for the kids because I can just put shit on for them. Yeah. Like a bunch of random shit. Yeah. I've downloaded a lot of older stuff mm. that I've been like, oh yeah, that. But I have not touched any of it. No. So Which is pretty normal. Realistically. Like yeah. we played Stray. So. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, you've already made your money. Well, Origins, Assassin's Creed Origins is getting added yes. this month. Yeah. And you've been playing a shitload of Odyssey. Yes, I have. I've, I'm up to 45 hours in the last 
yeah. week and a half or two weeks since I got that. Yeah, because you hit me up which one I would suggest, Odyssey yeah. or Origins. And mm-hmm. I was like, they're like pretty close, yeah. but probably Odyssey. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Origins now is free. So that yeah. was pretty serendipitous. Well, it was already free on Xbox, mm. on Game Pass. So it was only a matter of time. Yeah, yeah. And I was looking at that and I was like, uh, I just had the, had a bug. I wanted to play. You know, I just, yeah. the PlayStation had been sitting there for so long and I hadn't really done too much on it because there's just nothing that's really grabbed me. Yeah, you know, totally. I played Stray, but that was about it. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, all right, I'll, I'll just jump in and play one of the Assassin's Creed games because I didn't play those two. Yeah. I, I, for one reason or another, I just decided, you know, I'd focus on other games at the time yeah. and you played those for like 120 hours. Yeah, I love each. Um, so I was like, right, I'm going to go in and, and try this. So I jumped on the Xbox and I thought, oh, I'll just try the live servers instead mm. of downloading it because it was like, you know, 60 gig or whatever it is to download that game. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I, I just want to play it right now. So I thought I'll jump in and have a go. Um, and I was quite disappointed with in how laggy it, it still is. Yeah, right. Like really bad to the point where you're walking, just walking, nothing else. Mm. And it, it loads in waves in front of you and you can literally see where the screen has stopped loading it. That's weird. And then all of a sudden you walk and it, it kind of, you know, like when you, in, in Odyssey, and I think it does this in uh, Valhalla as well, but you know when you pause or you go into your menu screen to yeah. the map and then you go back into the game, yeah. it reloads everything and it kind of looks like a, a, a cloud is being pulled away kind of thing and everything yeah. makes sense again. It's almost like that, but it's every few seconds while you're playing That's the game. That's weird, hey? And yeah, it was really bad. But I have now, since then... Uh, upgraded my internet as well so I yeah. might be able to do it a bit better but I, was like, I haven't ever had any anything like that with yeah. cloud gaming I've done, I've played a couple of things like I played Forza with oh, cloud yeah. gaming yep so and that didn't have it that was like smooth as fuck oh that's good yeah, yeah. and like I remote play my PS5 mm-hmm. all the time at work on the Wi-Fi yeah so well yeah I, it's, I, start, it's heaps better than it used to be I had a few issues with the internet not that long ago yeah um a month ago, a bit over, um, and I've recently upgraded it, and it's. I bought a new um, Wi-Fi a new, extender. Yeah, or full router. Oh like yeah. The whole thing, whole shebang. It's a. If anyone knows them, it's the Asus X12, which is like a fourteen hundred dollar router. It's an alien so, spaceship one. Yeah, it is. It looks like yeah, uh, Darth Vader's spaceship. Yeah, nice. It's just fucking awesome. That's yeah. cool. And it kicks Real centerpiece. Ass. Yeah. Yeah, it's literally the same size. It's just in the middle of the lounge room. Nice. <laughs> well, the game that I've been playing is the one that I've been because you're you were saying that like you went with Odyssey because you're just like fuck, I want to play something. Yeah. And I've been waiting because I've been thinking about revisiting stuff. I went back to Mafia Two mm-hmm. just to finish the platinum in it, which was just like a few collectibles. Yeah. But I was just like, yeah, that doesn't hit the spot. Mm. Saints Row has just come out. Yes. And it is a remake, a reboot, sorry. Mm. So it's an entire re-envisioning of the Saints Row franchise. All new characters, new area, everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, people have not received it very well. (laughs) I think it's got, last I checked, it was like a 63 on Metacritic. Wow. But... uh, after probably the first couple of hours of playing it, I'm like fully in. Oh, really? It's yep. It seems dated in a lot of areas, mm. but for like a stupid open world game, like there's ti- a fair few times when I'm playing where I laugh out loud. Wow. So I'm like having fun and it's reasonably funny. Mm. The dialogue's kind of dumb. Yes, it is. Yeah. But it's not like, um, it's not dumb and dated in the dialogue in a way that's like, cringy mm-hmm. you know like they're, they're pretty forward thinking Saints Row has always been kind of ahead of its time True. with like um, sexuality and gender and all that kind yeah. of stuff Yeah, and you can't even pick male or female body anymore it's just like 
it's like body types on a scale yeah and you just like move the the, thing and you can pull up your phone and open the style app in the game and change your full appearance at any time oh really so it used to be you'd have to go to like a plastic surgeon place and pay or whatever yeah and yeah you have to buy clothes and shit like that Mm -hmm. but to change your actual face and body yeah you just literally can do it at any time whenever you want just stand in the middle of the street yeah so you wow. can be like oh I'm sick of this character change it or hmm I don't like the look of like, you know when you like build your own character with a character customization mm-hmm. thing and then you like notice something that's totally fucked about it yeah. and you're just like well I just yeah, guess I'll that's just me that. for yeah. 50 hours exactly yeah. Um, yeah it's really cool that you can change that like I don't do that too much mm-hmm. but the ability to change your clothes and stuff from your phone is good there's some things that uh, it's very buggy I haven't had any super game breaking bugs yeah but I've noticed it being really glitchy in some places but okay. some people have had like proper like game breaking wow. bugs and I think it's only had one patch so far mm-hmm. and it came out a couple of weeks ago now yeah. so yeah they're slow going mm. um yeah it's I don't know the level design and stuff it's not super advanced but I, it's like it's not a bad game. Mm. It's just not doing anything new. No, that's right. It's doing some yeah. new stuff for Saints Row, which is cool. Which yeah. And visually, like I don't think it looks that bad either. Like once you get used to the art style, I um, I mean it looks better than Cyberpunk looked when I first played Cyberpunk, because Cyberpunk was a broken piece of shit yeah, when it came true. out. Yeah. There was elements of it that looked really good, but mm. there's elements of this that look really good as well. Like when you're speeding down the road in a car like there's lights and shit going past you and everything it looks decent yeah so yeah I mean it's not like game of the year material no but if you want an open world game that is a bit of dumb fun yeah then yeah and, and Saints Row have never taken themselves too serious yeah which has always been the appeal yeah you know, like it's it's just that tongue in cheek kind of yeah it's know, not quite as fun. like ridiculous as three and four were okay. where it had like the DJ gun that you could yeah, like just exactly. shoot people and they would start dancing yeah. in the street and stuff mm-hmm. um, I have a boxing glove gun in this one where it's literally just like a pistol but there's a boxing glove on the end and, and when you shoot it shoots a boxing glove on like a spring oh yeah 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 and the story with it's it the is the Acme gun <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You, as you explore the city which um, is actually it doesn't feel as big as recent okay. open world games yeah it's big enough I've read a few people say that the game's too feels too short I've mm. been I haven't I've sort of been playing it on and off and I've played a fair bit of it yeah but I haven't been doing any missions I just do side stuff um but one of the sort of side things that you can do in the world is you can go to areas and it'll be like um you know when you go to like a tourist location and there's like a button you can press and it talks to you oh, about yeah, that thing? Yeah, yeah. And you go to these locations and it's like find the five of these things and mm-hmm. you listen to it tell the story of that area. Yeah. And then if you... They're all like twinned. So there's a you do the five here and it'll be like, if you go to this place and explore the history of Santo Alesso, yeah. you will win a prize. Oh. And so you go and you do the second area and you get a prize. And one of them was this boxing glove gun. Mm-hmm. And the story was it was some dude who um, was like a local hero when the town started or whatever. And he became a, he was a boxer, but mm-hmm. also a priest or something. Wow. But then as he got old, he couldn't box anymore. So he developed this punching <laughs> gun to use in the ring. Yeah, of course. Which is fucking sounds, ridiculous. Sounds legit. But yeah, you can just run out and just be like, with the triggers, just be like, left and right. And it's just going like, just punching the shit out of people, which is pretty fun. Yeah. But that's probably the most ridiculous out of the guns. So it's a a long way off the ridiculousness of three and four. Yeah. So they've sort of gone back to, because one and two were closer to GTA clones. It was like they were trying to do that when Saints Row 1 and 2 came out, mm-hmm. but they very quickly realized that they had no fucking chance. Yeah, exactly. And once like GTA 4 came out, yeah, and then GTA 5 is just like a fucking monolith. Yeah. So yeah. you can't even compete. Mm. I don't even know if Rockstar can compete with GTA 5. Like yeah. GTA 6, the bar is so high. Exactly. Mm. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, and it's so, it's funny to think about GTA 5, how actually massive it is because the, the, the money 
mm. the actual numbers of money that the game has made is like astronomical. Oh yeah, it's not even there's not even any game close to it. No, that's right. Yeah. So it's almost like it's making more money because it has achieved that status. Mm. It's like a it's like a sort of self self replicating thing. Yeah. It's like making its own money because people are like, oh, that's that thing. Yeah. Which also makes no sense with games. I know GTA Online is constantly getting updated and stuff, yeah. but there's not that many people that I know who play GTA Online. No. And yet they're still raking in cash oh, and it's right. been consistently... like. And they've been giving away in-game cash in that for so long. Yeah. Like, it's almost like now they're just going, you know, how do we stop this thing from making money? <laughs> you know? It's bizarre. It's like, fucking hell. So I just don't know how GTA 6 can compete to that. But Saints yeah. Row, I was looking at the actual numbers. Rockstar, the development team that work on GTA Online and GTA 5, mm. Rockstar studios across all their studios have like two and a half thousand staff wow and volition who made saints row have like 240 yeah so it's like a tenth of the staff exactly so yeah it's i think there's a lot of expectation for saints row reboot to be a competitor Mm -hmm. for gta 5 but it just is never it's that's an unreasonable expectation yeah and i think that there's i mean obviously like i said there's a lot of bugs it's Mm. dated it doesn't um it's really probably not even a, a competitor for San Andreas. You know what I mean? Like graphically, think, yes, but you know, even yeah. just well the, it's it, a lot of the level design and stuff like that is really similar to those days. Like mm-hmm. Saints Row was always about build your gang, take over territories. And that yeah. hasn't been a thing in games really, probably since Saints Row Four. Mm-hmm. Like it's not something it was really fun when it was a thing, but it's less of a thing now you don't yeah. you're not really taking over regions and trying to mm-hmm. like build your gang yeah. and I actually really enjoy that yeah and so when Saints Row the new Saints Row does that it's like mm, we've done this before yeah and it's supposed to get propped up by a funny dialogue and having mm-hmm. fun and being stupid fun but that does seem to fall short for a lot of people yeah. I'm not saying like I'm sort of talking highly of it yeah but it's not like a really it's yeah. not on that level I would give it like a 6 as like a 3 out of 5 yeah which no, is pretty close right. like I said it's like a 63 on Metacritic yeah um yeah I don't even think like a 3.5 if we had if I could go like a 6.5 out of 10 then uh, probably uh, uh, but it's not a 7 but it's not 10. a 3.25 yeah 3.5 because we're only doing halves yeah I can't give it a fucking 3.5 yeah. it's not there it's it is buggy it needs work. Yeah. It's unpolished in a lot of areas, um, which just could have taken more time. But then, mm. you know, the time that it's like, they just released a hot fix patch like a few days ago, a yeah. week ago, maybe. And normally in this situation where a game is that sort of rough, there's a day one patch. Yeah. There was no day one patch for this. Wow. And the game goes so gold, like the yeah. game goes gold, like two months before it goes That's on right. sale. Yeah. So the day one patch is what they've worked on between then and then. Yeah. And there was yeah. nothing. So it's yeah. like, what the fuck? Because we got it adva- an advanced copy. Yeah. Um, what, like a week early or something like that? Pretty close to it. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't seen any patches until the one that just happened. And I'm mm. like, That's weird. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah. what are they working on? Surely mm. the all hands, especially once the reviews started rolling out, they would have been right. like all hands on deck, mm. crunch time, let's work let's on this. Let's fix some of this stuff. And, yeah. So, yeah. And the game already got delayed before it was released as well. So mm. they've been working on it and it still releases unpolished. Yeah. It's not broken to the level that Cyberpunk was. Nothing is. Yeah. Because no There's one... games that haven't even been started coding that aren't as broken <laughs> aren't as that. Aren't as bad as that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so... Um, yeah, I reckon it's a three out of five. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Mm. Um, but I would not be surprised if some other game came out and grabbed my attention away. Mm. Uh, another game I've been playing is Cult of the Lamb, which I'm not going to go too deep into, but it's, um, from a Melbourne developer. I think Mm -hmm. I mentioned it on the, in the E3 podcast that we did because Devolver Digital showed it. Oh yes, that's right. Um, it's pretty fucking good. Yeah? Yeah. 
it's good. it's got like a town building thing in it. So you play a lamb, and the uh, lambs are the one thing that can release this mega demon who's been like chained in the nether or whatever for ages. Fair enough. And so these sort of bishop guys have been going around slaughtering all the lambs so that none can be alive to bring him back. Okay. And you are the last one and you get killed, but then you like appear in front of this like mega bad God guy. And he's like, I've brought you here because they think that they can stop you from bringing me back, but I can give you life back and give you some special powers and you can help me. As and, bad gods do. Yeah. So then yeah. you're like, yep, cool. Let's do it. I'll do it. Mm. You go back up to real world and you've got to go out and um, recruit cultists for your cult of the lamb. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they, you pray and build all, you get like, yeah, it's very involved. It's a weird concept that the whole thing you're working towards is bringing back an evil god. Yeah. It's, it's pretty hyper violent, but mm-hmm. it's like cartoony. So there's like oh, blood yeah. splatter and stuff, but it's cartoony. It's a weird one. It's great. I really like it. Yeah. That sort of juxtaposition between like kitty cartoony and then like really dark content. Yeah. Um, the actual gameplay, like I said, there's that village area where your cultists go and they mine rocks and wood that you need to use to build new buildings and you've got to feed them and yeah. you've got to you have a temple where you preach to them to keep them happy and keep them like as willing members of your cult yeah so there's a bit of micromanagement section to it yeah yeah yeah. and you also have them sort of uh, worship an idol like a statue of you and stuff like that and as that sort of builds up it gets you these sort of points that you can put into getting different um different what the fuck word like upgrades upgrades and like abilities and stuff like that Yeah. yeah Now, where you go to find the cultists to get is you go out on these levels and your job basically is to kill all of the bishops so that Old Mate can be released. Yeah. And so they all seem to be like they're procedurally generated areas where it's like you go into the room. There's a lot of games like it, like The Binding of Isaac Mm -hmm. and um, Moonlighter and a bunch of other ones where it's like a full screen area that you like kill all the monsters in yeah. and then when they're all dead you can go through a doorway either oh, top yeah, side yeah. or bottom mm-hmm. to go to the next one and then you follow like whatever path and get to the end yeah um and yeah it's just killing things and collecting resources yeah. and then at the end of each level or it's sometimes during the levels but usually at the end of the levels you can capture or, or like re- release a another animal Mm -hmm. and they're all different animals and you can unlock different animals as well so there's like donkeys and reindeer and they're all these like cartoony like anthropomorphic creatures Mm -hmm. yeah it's really weird sounds it it's yeah kind of hard to follow just your like yeah it's hard to explain it but i would chuck on a trailer if this sounds at all interesting i was really keen because whenever i hear about a game made by an Australian developer, yeah, particularly on the global stage, mm. like Devolver Digital have given that game, yeah. Um, I always make an effort to try and get into it and play mm-hmm. it because, like, we've got to support locals. Oh, exactly. Um, and yeah, I would fully suggest you jump on YouTube, check out a Cult of the Lamb trailer or two. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably jump on Twitch and watch people play it. I guess probably. that's what the kids are doing these days. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's a definite recommend for me. It's like four and a half out of five. Wow. It's really, big. it's like, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It plays well. It's difficult in some places, mm-hmm. but it's, yeah, it all makes sense. And it's really wow. well put together and balanced and everything. That's a, and I really like the concept. It's a good number. Yeah. So that's mm. a better game than Saints Row. Yeah. And probably cheaper. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all right. So there you go. And that's that, I guess. Yeah. I think so we're done. We are. I was just going to mention that there's a few games being released this month, which is, Ooh. you know, something. Yeah. If, you have, really... if you've never played Deathloop when it was yeah. out, like mm-hmm. it's coming to PS Plus. But there's um, obviously 
yesterday the last of us remake was released yep the last um, of us part one yeah um so if you've never played that that'd be a good one to get into yeah I read a review the other day that was like, I think it was on Game Informer or something, and they were like, I've aged and this game hasn't. Wow. Like, because they played it nine years ago when it came out, and yeah. they were like 19, and now mm-hmm. they're 28. Yeah. And they're like, oh, the beginning, particularly the beginning where Joel is hanging out with Old Love, mm-hmm. not Ellie, yeah. the other chick. Yeah. He's like, the, the review is like, oh, it's just like needless violence. Like you don't need to show him like beating someone to death. Yeah, you do. Or whatever to show that he's... Of course you do. They're like, <laughs> basically they're saying Joel, when you when he initially played it, he's like, oh, it, Joel was like this really like hardened yeah. guy, hardened mm-hmm. by the world. Yeah. But now you look at it and go, um, is he or is he just an arsehole? Yeah, fair enough. Because he's pretty mean to Ellie at times. Yeah. He's a bit of a general fucking douchebag. Yeah. And so the person, this person's like, mm, it would have been good if, almost implying that Naughty Dog should have changed the story. Wow. Which is like, you don't, that's not yeah. what you do. No. And yeah, okay, that's it's a weird. remake. Mm. It's like, they've sort of brought it in line with part two. Yeah. And they put the grounded, is it grounded? Whatever the DLC was where Ellie is with her friend Riley. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. In the sort of mall. That mm-hmm. D- that was DLC. Yeah. Um, Left Behind. I think that was what it was called, actually. Can't remember. It's anyway, it's now part of the story, apparently. So oh, they've like, okay. put it in as a chapter in the game, yeah. mm-hmm. which is a good addition, I think, yeah. because that it was a really up, good part it, of it, that DLC. It does game. set up a, a lot of the story in number two as well. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, I just mm. thought it was interesting that this review was really like, why didn't they change the story? Mm. It's not, and yeah, I was just, I don't know. Their complaints were things that you're like, you think that you're better than this? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, maybe it's the way that you played it when you were 19. Because they start by saying they were massive fans of The Last of Us originally and yeah. like obsessively major mm. fans of it. Yeah. And so, weird. Maybe now you're playing it and experiencing it differently to how you did before, mm. and you just don't like it as much for that reason. But there's people who played it nine years ago who experienced it the way that you're experiencing it now. That's right. So everyone, because it's subjective. Yeah, of course. So and and know. now as well, you have the hindsight of the relationship in part two. Yeah, that exactly. You, you've seen, you know, you've seen it morph across 250 hours of playing something you know yeah. what I mean yeah and then going back to those first three hours where of, he's of like a real thing, prick yeah it's kind of like hang on a sec that's not the same dude yeah why didn't they change this you know? yeah but it's like no you need to go through that 250 hour journey before you have heartfelt feelings for this yeah. dude you know like and yeah one thing that out of that though I was like what where they were like about senseless violence I was like have you played part two yeah that game is like they were almost implying that, that kind of violence for violence sake is we've sort of grown beyond that as no. a fucking culture I'm like no. part two is entirely it's almost like gross yeah how violent that game is and it it's is. for no fucking reason yeah. in part two in a lot of yeah. ways you're just like wow Ellie is the That's worst psycho. person ever. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. So anyway, if you haven't played that one, obviously it's fucking um, 125 bucks though. Yeah. I just don't understand. I think I just do not understand how someone has gone. That's a good idea. Yeah. And yeah, yeah they're raking in cash. They were selling like collectors editions of it that had mm. like statues and shit. I think in America, and it's going gangbusters. Mm. So, but it almost. Yeah. It rubs me the wrong way because it but feels like taking advantage. But there are some ridiculous things. Like another game that's coming out midweek now. Yeah. You know, probably when this podcast will come out. Um, NBA 2K23. Yeah. That's... What is that, like 250 bucks now? Yeah. So you can buy the Jordan edition, like the Super Duper Ultra Ultimate edition. Yeah. 250 bucks. And there isn't much... That's insane. That you would get, like, unless you get a pair of Jordan ones, 
with it. It'll you know? be all digital shit that yeah, you get. Yeah, I imagine so. Yeah. Like, you might get, I don't know, a, a basketball card. You know? <laughs> yeah. It'll <laughs> be like packs. Even... Yeah. In-game packs exactly. and some money and stuff. It's like, yeah. But 250 bucks. That's gross. Yeah, that like is. Like, we thought that FIFA Ultimate Team was pushing the limits, but NBA have really, like, gone, hold my beer on that yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. It's freaking yeah. crazy. And they're good at that. Yeah, so anyway. Well, anyway, that's the podcast. Like, we're starting to struggle now <laughs> for things to talk about. So let's stop. Um, thank you very much for listening. If you have any things you want to tell us about or talk us about or ask us to talk about or, or just get us to up. get fucked, you can email us at... <laughs> oh, yeah, podcast at dropbeargaming.com. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, yeah, thanks very much for listening. Have a good one. We'll talk again soon. Cheers. Bye. Bye.